Hello everyone, welcome to this episode of the Tunico podcast. In today's podcast, I'll be talking about our authenticity. And I've titled this podcast, Don't Lose Your Authenticity. Don't Lose Your Authenticity. What does authenticity mean? It simply means the quality of being authentic. And when we talk about authentic, we're talking about something genuine, something that is not a copy of another thing. Something that's not a photocopy, a copy of an original thing. So we're talking about something being in its own original form. So titling this uh, podcast, Don't Lose Your Authenticity, you may want to ask, how am I losing my authenticity? Now, how we lose our authenticity is by copying someone else, copying something that's already existing not recognizing or acknowledging the uniqueness in us. Now, my, co- my message is specifically to believers. So let me bring it uh, into more context. Now, as believers, we are children of God and we are unique. We are original. The Bible tells us in the book of John chapter 1, verse 12, and it says, Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. As Christians, as believers, we are children of God. We carry the DNA, the nature, the likeness of God in us, in our spirit, not in our physical body, but in our spirit. The Bible tells us that uh, if any man be in Christ is a new creature, all things are passed away and all things become new. Jesus said uh, in the book of John chapter 3 that we must be born again. So when we give our life to Christ, when we became a Christian, when we became born again, we, we were created anew. We never existed before. So when we give our life to Christ by confessing Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Savior, we received a new nature. We received a new, we became a new person. We became a new species that never existed before. And the DNA, the spiritual DNA in us, our new spirit, after we give our life to Christ, is uh, the DNA of God. So right inside of our spirit, we look exactly like Jesus. I know some people are thinking in their mind, but my mind, my attitude, my behavior don't sound or look like Jesus. By the time I get to one, I touch on one or two points in this podcast, probably you will be able to see how or why you don't seem to resemble Jesus in your behavior and your attitude. And this is one of the things I'm trying to do uh, in this podcast to help us to see that we have a new nature, we have a new identity, we are original, we are authentic. Good. So, as children of God, how we seem to be losing our authenticity is by not recognizing the fact that we are now new species, new creature. And what we do instead is we copy the ungodly world. We copy the attitudes and the customs of the ungodly world. We copy their behavior. We copy how they do things. Now, the Bible tells us in the book of Romans chapter 12, verse 2, it says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. Is good, pleasing, and perfect will. I'll take that again. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, 
but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, then you'll be able to test and approve what what's, what God's will is, is good, pleasing, and perfect to you. So if the Bible is saying to the believer, don't conform, the Bible is simply saying, don't copy. So if the Bible is saying to you, don't copy, the Bible is telling you that there is an there's a uniqueness about you. There's a uniqueness about you, about you. There's a realness about you. You are original. I mean, you are from a genuine source. You are genuine. There's genuineness about you. There's something genuine in you. And the Bible is saying to you, don't copy something else because you are already old. The Bible says that we are made whole in Christ Jesus. You are genuine. You are, you are whole. You are a complete package in Christ Jesus. So you don't need to copy something else. You don't need to imitate something else or someone else. So as, as many believers are copying, are trying to become like the world, and that's because they do not know that they are unique. Now, some may ask, how could I be copying the world? How am I losing my authenticity? Let's look at four areas. One, finance. You hear things like, buy it so that you can feel good. As a believer, you don't need to buy anything to make you feel good. You don't need to uh, use your credit or live a luxurious lifestyle or flamboyant lifestyle. You don't need to spend money unnecessarily buying things you don't need, things that don't help you, things that are not useful to, for you to make you feel good or to make you feel among. You don't need these things. right? You are complete in Christ Jesus. You are a child of God. right? You have been given the, the, the spirit of God, the nature of God, inside of you, you have, you have joy, you have peace, you, you, you have kindness, you're a new person, you look like God right on the inside of you. The joy of God is in your spirit. So you don't need an artificial thing of this world to make you joyful or to live a joyful lifestyle. So when the word is telling you to live your life or to uh, build your happiness around what you have or what it can get, you are simply believing a lie. You're subscribing to the super, uh, the superficial customs and behavior of the world, whereby they don't have God as their source, but they put their confidence and their trust in things. Another example is feelings. The world tends to really magnify and idolize their own feelings. You hear things like, do it if, it's, if it will make you feel good. You, you hear them say things like, you can do it as long as no one is hurt and the world trumps their feelings. And that's why even when you share the truth with them, they are so offended and they can say things like that is a, that is a hate speech just because you tell them the truth. Truth does not always make someone feel good. Well, we should speak the truth in love. But many times we know we go to church and God is saying things to us that uh, are correcting our behaviors, our, our wrong attitude. They don't feel good, but we know that these things are for our good. It's like a lady who is, who is dating someone, maybe an important exporter. When I say importer, important exporter here, I'm talking about a drug dealer. So if a lady is, is, is dating a drug dealer and the drug dealer is the only person all her life who has made her feel good, who has uh, made her uh, feel like she has a self-worth, so to say, somebody who, have, who has accepted her. Now, a lady dating such a person, if she hears any kind of correction not to date that guy, uh, she may, 
she may find it difficult to let go of the guy because this guy makes her feel good. So when God is speaking to her to let this guy go, she she might be struggling because uh, she may be strongly struggling to let this guy go because this guy is the only person who has made her feel good and made her to have a kind of self uh, self worth or uh, good self image. So she might be finding it difficult to let this guy go. Uh, but that doesn't feel good. But if she knows what is good for herself, she knows she, sh- she should not remain in that relationship because a person who is into drug dealing is only a matter of time w- until they get busted. And uh, if they get busted by maybe uh, not a police, but maybe a rival gang or something, uh, there's a tendency that the lady may lose her life in the process. So does she need to leave this guy and let this guy go? Absolutely. But does it feel does it feel good to uh, let this guy go? No. So what I'm trying to say is this: many times we are doing things, we are copying things, uh, we are working with people or living with people. No, obviously not our family members who are into things that are not right. And because these people make us feel good, and at some point we were kind of instructed to let go of these relationships. Because we have built our life around those people you know, for so long or we get some sense of uh, security by associating ourselves with those people, we don't want to let them go. So in that case, when we are being instructed to let go, it doesn't feel good, but we know we should let go, right? So this part of this kind of some other things that the word advocate or advise people to do that people should not do. We believers especially should not copy. We should not trump our feelings over what is right for us. Another area is sex. You know, you hear things like uh, friends with benefit. You hear things like you're an adult and you can do what you want with your body. You hear things like you need someone to share a duvet with in winter. Well, many winters have come and gone while I was still single and I didn't need anybody to share duvet with. I was even much more comfortable being under the duvet by myself, not by another woman, another girl kind of thing. So all some kind all kind of um inspiration and ideology that the world kind of promotes to get you to practice sexual immorality. We you know, and many many people, many Christians who have bought into this lie and practicing them. I say to them, they are losing their authenticity because they are not being themselves. They are not being the person God has called us to be or God has made us to be in Christ Jesus. The Bible says that we should not lo- we should no longer live for ourselves, but we should live for Christ who died for us. And the Bible tells us in the book of Corinthians that our body and our spirit now belong to God and we should honor God with our spirit and with our body. So, the world tells you that your body is yours and you can do whatever you like with it. One of the reasons why some people use the so-called recreational drugs and these drugs that destroy people, even though some of them seems to be legal, right? Okay, it's showing us that the world is, is, is turning to something else. If the government can legalize drugs that are destructive to people's brains and minds. So that's also to tell you that the fact that the government legalized something doesn't mean you should do it or should practice it. The fact that the government legalizes prostitution doesn't mean you should give yourself to prostitution. And, you know, the government is not your God. The government did not die for you. The government does not have your interest at heart. The government is not the one protecting you. The government is not the one who created you. Right. So 
Sex is another area whereby the world seems to have a perspective and ideology and many of us Christians are copying them. And the reason why we are copying them is because we do not know that we are very different. Another area is marriage. You hear things like you need someone to make you happy. So people go into marriage relationships looking for someone to make them happy. I will say to you that marriage can never make you happy or marriage was not designed to make you happy. In, the, in one of my future podcasts, I'm going to be talking about why you don't get married to be happy and the reason why your happiness is your responsibility and not someone else. So uh, look out for that. So you hear things like your happiness matters. If your spouse is not making you happy, you should leave him or her. These are ideology of the world. The world kind of makes us to go into a marriage relationship for what we can get. But the example that Jesus gave to us is about giving, not about getting. The Bible tells us that it's more honorable to give than to receive. You hear things like, uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm filing for divorce because I no longer feel like I'm in love. I don't feel the love anymore. Well, I thank God that God's love for us is not a feeling. Well, the Bible tells us that God is spirit. I can't really say here whether God has a feelings or not, but the Bible says God is spirit. And as many of us listen to me, you, if you understand that you are a spirit, you know that you can't feel your spirit, but your spirit makes you live. You are alive today because your spirit is still in your body. All right? And you can't feel that your, body, your spirit is in your body, but, but you, just, you just know you're living, right? So the Bible tells us that God is love and God is a spirit. And um, that tells us that if we are practicing and walking in the God kind of love, it has nothing to do with feeling. So the fact that you don't feel in love anymore today uh, doesn't mean you should end the marriage relationship. Because love in itself, the real love, the agape love, the God kind of love is not a feeling. And we know that feelings are fickle. They are subject to change. They are subject to circumstances, to news, to conditions, situations, even weather. So... Marriage relationship that is quite life-defining that can make and break people is quite a, a serious one, that serious thing that we should not build on feelings or emotions. So that's just four areas where, uh, of, of many areas whereby we copy the world. And uh, as we copy the world, what we are actually doing is that we are losing our authenticity. We are not being ourselves. And what's the impact of this uh, of losing our authenticity. Now, we begin to lose our originality. And when I talk about originality, I mean the ability to think independently and creatively. Many of us know that we have so much increased in, in anxiety, depression, and all manner of negative emotions because we are constantly copying. We are not ourselves. We can't even make decisions by ourselves. We have to look at what somebody else is doing so that we can feel comfortable. We are not supposed to compare ourselves with other people. We can learn from other people. We can get advice from other people. But ultimately, ensuring that the advice we get from other people lines up with the word of God. But we should not wait until we see somebody else do something before we can do something or think. Now, each and every one of us is unique and we have unique potentials, unique abilities on the inside of us. Each and every one of us have something that the world is looking forward to to see an expression of it something that has never existed before each and every one of us has never existed before so we should not be afraid to be comfortable in ourselves 
to think independently, creatively, and bring forth something that God has put inside of us to bless mankind. So, uh, losing our authenticity, copying other people, copying the customs of the world, will rob us or deprive us of our originality. It also abuses our capacity and strength. You know, one thing is that the energy you're supposed to spend looking inward, looking at spending time with God, looking at what God has given to you, looking at the abilities that God has given to you, developing them, strengthening you, developing those talents, those abilities. We spend that time copying the world. I will tell you something. Most of the time I work, I'm better off starting a job from the scratch than copying what somebody else have done. Because so many, most of the time, because I don't understand the intent of uh, why they created a document or did a piece of work, I then struggle when I try to copy their work because we have this culture, you know, um, let's reuse what we've had, you know. But I know this is kind of a, a slightly different situation. But what I'm trying to say is that uh, even in real life, it is sometimes easier if you start a piece of work from the scratch than copying what somebody else have done. But in may, other many cases as well, it's, uh, it's good that we can build on what somebody else have done this is me just trying to relate it to a little bit to everyday life, right? But when it comes to our life, our life is much more important and valuable than the things we do our work or we do in everyday life. You know, there's abilities and capacities on the inside of us. There's strengths on the inside of us that we are to discover. We are supposed to build and develop. But when we spend that time that we're supposed to spend developing ourselves, developing our strength on copying other people. We're wasting our time. We are using our strength for the wrong thing. Even people who are, who are committing fornication, you know, using recreational dro recreation drugs and all those kind of things, they are using their brain and their mind for the wrong things and they cannot see the return that God wants them to see, the peace, the joy, the strength, the abilities, the creativity that God wants them to experience. They can experience these things because they are using their capacity and their strengths for the wrong things. Also, the part of impact of losing our authenticity is how we undermine our potentials, how we lessen the effectiveness of our potentials. And it all still boils down to the fact that we are focusing all our energy on something else and we're not able to develop the abilities, the potentials on the inside of us. Another thing that, that gets us affected or how, how we're affected in this area is that we we don't look at the right direction uh, to in order to discover God's plan and purpose of our lives. We begin to look at the wrong direction. Because we are trying to measure up to somebody else's standard, because we are trying to become somebody else, because we are trying to be in the good books of somebody else and we are losing sight of our own purpose, we don't even think or know that there's something unique and great about us. So we begin to expend our energy our, our abilities in the wrong direction and we are not able to discover God's plan and purpose for us or fulfill it. So can you say that losing our authenticity has a huge impact on our lives, in, our, in fulfilling our purpose, on our marriage, on our well-being? You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, really affecting us. And many of us may not realize that we have been affected right now, but I'll tell you one truth. You know, if we commit ourselves to copying other people we are being affected i mean something is happening to us a damage is happening to us and we need to wake up to this a few reasons why we we copy and i i i've called out a few earlier on you know we don't know or we don't value 
our uniqueness. You know, many of us, because we can't see the beauty and the glory of God in our lives, you know, we look somewhere else. We can't see the worth and the value in our uniqueness. So we are copying, we are looking at somewhere, somewhere else because we cannot see what God has given to us. So another thing is that we don't know there is more to our lives than what we can see. So many of us only go by our current situation, our current circumstances, and we don't think anything good, anything fantastic can come out of our lives. So we've resolved in our heart to keep looking at the world. Some people have given up on God. Some people, because of certain situations or, or um, unfortunate circumstances that happened in their life, they've given up on God, some disappointment or rejection. They have given up on God and they are looking somewhere else. If you are such a person listening to me, I want to say to you, whatever unfortunate circumstance you went through, a loss or something, it's not from God, it's of the devil. The Bible says to us, Jesus said, it's the thief who comes to steal, to kill and to destroy. Talking about the enemy, but he has come that we may have life and have it more abundantly. So God did not steal from you. God did not take away from you. The enemy did. Right. Uh, another thing is that many of us have not been educated that we have been recreated in Christ Jesus. And that means... And what it means in practical sense, you know, what it means in our practical life, what it means in our everyday life. So what I'm calling out here is that many of us need to begin to think and to educate ourselves, look for materials, helpful materials, especially from the word of, word of God to discover what God has put on the inside of us. Another reason why many of us copy is that we are given to a life of self-pleasure. You know, we just want to feel good, you know, just feel good. You know, every, anything that feels good, we just want to stay in the feel good life. We want to live the feel good life. But I shared with us earlier on some decisions we could make that could hinder our lives, destroy our lives. You know, but somebody calling us out or correcting us can save us from uh, mishap can save us from unfortunate circumstances and if we want to choose to remain in those relationships because they make us feel good we can destroy our lives right so uh if we would resolve not to live a life of self-pleasure we might be able to begin to uh see the reasons why we should not copy or be comfortable in our uniqueness so on that reason why uh, some people uh copy is because uh, they don't want to walk on discovering the worth and value that they carry. Friends, I must tell you the truth. It is work to discover the worth and the value we carry. You have to read. You know, the Bible says that we should not copy this word and we should not be conformed to this word, but we should be transformed by the renewing of our mind. So for us to become those people, that person that God has created us to be, we need to change the way we think. And to change the way we think, we need to sit down and study we need to read we need to understand things so we need to work but many people don't want to subject their brain and their mind to that work to understand to renew their mind to change their perspective so they would rather copy somebody else than to be the real person god has created them to be so let me begin to wrap up how can we secure and protect our authenticity not lose our authenticity first we must resolve in our hearts that we are not of this world. And for us to be able to resolve in our heart, to convince ourselves that we are not of this world, we need to spend time 
studying, renewing our mind, meditating, feeding our mind with the correct information. The Bible says, as a man thinking his heart, so is he. Now, your body will not go to a place that your mind has not already taken you. So if you want your body to start going in a different direction, you need to change the content of your mind. And we need to then take the actual action of stop copying and spend that time to discover God's plan and purpose for our lives. We have to choose to say, I will stop copying. You know, when I was starting this podcast, I laid some emphasis on relationships in our lives, on godly relationships in our life. We have to intentionally withdraw from those relationships. The Bible tells us that evil communication corrupts good manners. So we must withdraw. If at all, we want to be able to uh, stop copying these uh, wrong associations in our lives. Right. So another thing we need to uh, do not to lose our authenticity is to change the way we think by finding out how God's, uh, finding out God's way of doing things. Yeah, so some of us, we can discover God's purpose for our lives. We can see some great things that God has in store for us. But how we go about fulfilling that purpose may be completely different or contrary to the way God has uh, designed for us. You know, people do say something uh, like, uh, heaven help those who help themselves. So they try to fulfill God's purpose with human strength, with flesh, with carnality, with sin. The Bible tells us that the wages that sin pays is death. So you, if you know God has a plan and a purpose for your life, don't try to help God to fulfill that purpose by living a life of sin. Let God lead you. Let God guide you to what he wants to do in your life. Right? So and we, we need to also learn to be honest with ourselves. I repeat, we need to learn to be honest with ourselves. That's one of the things that has helped me a lot in my life. I like to be real and honest with myself. You know. I don't like to deceive myself. So I face the truth and I act on the truth because I know that the truth is what makes me free. Lies and deception will keep me in bondage. Friends, what's the point? You know, what's the point of trying to impress people and put yourself in a bondage? And these people will not or may not be there to help you out of the mess. I want you to also understand some people who are enticing you with lies, with sin and falsehood know how that thing is destroying their life though they come to you smiling and laughing and playing but they know that thing is killing them and they are looking for more people to be part of them to join them so they don't tell you the downside or the pitfalls uh, behind what you are doing or what they're enticing you to do until you get into it because and that's because they want more people to be in the same mess they they are in so you have to be very careful you have to be sensitive in the spirit so we also, we need to be committed to fellowshipping with God on a continuous basis in order to discover his plans and purposes for our lives. Friends, you cannot discover God's plan and purpose for your life in books. Now, books can point you in that direction, but ultimately, is the creator God who created you, you will nudge your heart to what he has called you to do. So I, want, I would like to encourage you to put these things in practice, right? You know, study change the way you think, manage your relationships in your life, you know, commit yourself to fellowshipping with God, you know, learn to be honest with yourself. You know, some people who are, who are producing ungodly uh, results in your life, some of them you need to cut off from, right? So stop copying, stop copying the behavior and the attitudes of the world. Whatever it 
can be mapped as sin or identified as sin, the word of God, we draw from it. Some of us, we are sinning and the devil is taking advantage of us uh, because we do not know. No, the Bible says that many, it said my people are going into captivity for lack of knowledge, right? Lack of knowledge of God. So many of us, we don't know God's ways, God's standards. So the enemy is taking advantage of us. Some people will say that what you don't know will not kill you. That's not true. What you don't know is what the enemy will use to kill you because you don't know, right? So you are better off knowing and, on the, and recognizing how the devil is killing you and destroying your life and start walking your way with God to come out of that mess. And that thing is this, if we, are not, if, we, if we don't stop copying, we'll be living from sin to sin, right? And I said earlier on, the Bible tells us clearly that the wages that sin produces, the, I mean, the payment, the result, the price that sin gives us is death, is destruction. The Bible tells us in the book of Romans chapter 6 that to whom you give yourself slaves to obey, that person's slave you are, either of sin leading to death or obedience leading to, leading to life. So if, you, if we give ourselves to sin and intentionally walking in sin, we are giving ourselves to the enemy to destroy. And we are, say, and we are giving the devil uh, uh, the opportunity to control our life. But Apostle Paul said that it will not come, come under the control of anything. So I want to challenge you to refuse to come under the control of sin. And by stop copying what the world is doing and stand your ground in righteousness. And let me tell you some results you begin to experience if you, if you start putting these things into practice. You will notice that uh, you are more comfortable to be yourself. You, rea- you realize that you, you, you experience less anxiety, less depression. You have strength to resist temptation because you, you'll be able to spend more time with God, spend more time uh, discovering God's plan and purpose for your life. You have joy in the things of God. You have joy in the in the abilities and the giftings that God has given to you and not in the superficial and the fake uh, uh, good things that the enemy and the world presents to you. You realize that you feel stronger in your uniqueness. So, I look forward to hearing from you. Come on, share your results with me. In 14 to 21 days time, as you practice these things, I start putting them into your mind, as you start walking in the light of this truth, you know, choosing not to lose your authenticity, but to but to stand in the uniqueness and to embrace the uniqueness that God has given to you. Come on, share your results with me. You know, you know connect with me on, on social media and I'll be so happy to, to hear from you. So guys, thank you for listening and remain authentic. <music>